I'm doing quite terrible, but that's not necessary to be. <laughs> the reason I'm making the you is to talk about my shitty life. <laughs> Now, I apologize, but that was an inappropriate reaction to the words I'm doing quite terribly. <laughs> but it's just that you possibly, the I don't know, the, I think I really think this lockdown is getting to everybody. But there's not one person that I, that I know at this stage that's really actually doing well and coping well. It, 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 it's just getting a bit too much for everybody. So, um, so no, join the club. I'm doing quite terribly as well. So it's wonderful. It's wonderful to have to have a friend that I can I can talk to on this forum who's also doing terribly. Fantastic. So that having been said, our topic today relates to this doing terribly or not. Am I correct? Basically, yeah. I think it's when you're doing a consistently terrible and um, your mood is starting to influence all aspects of your thinking, your mood, and it's starting to affect your loved one, your partners, your work. And there's just a general terribleness about either a specific area in your life that's just uh, really hard or just your whole mood is becoming a bit like that. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. So the topic today is basically therapy. How do we know that we need a therapist? Um, um, how do we know that we, how do we choose a therapist and how do we know whether we've got a good therapist? Exactly. So, so you seeing somebody, am I right? Yeah, uh, I've been seeing a therapist for about, I think, two and a half years, maybe two years, two and a half years. Okay. And is that therapist a, a counselor, a occupational therapist, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, or any, or something else? Yes, I. Uh, it's a psychologist. He, it's a he. He's okay. a psychologist, and um, uh, the way that this came about is. Um, I was going through a very a, a slight breakdown um, in mind, body, soul uh, a few years ago, and then um, I went to go see a doctor who I know. I said to him, "Dude, like I don't know what's happening with me. Can you just like I don't know where to turn. I don't have any money. Like I like I don't know what's going on." And um, he said, "Come in. Uh, I own a doctor practice, and my father is uh, my partner." You can speak to him, and then they basically did this whole depression thing, and then they uh, wanted to put me on pills, and then um, I went to go see a psychiatrist, and then he, and then at the psychiatrist, uh, uh, it's like okay, but you got you got to go talk to someone, and then I said to them, okay, I don't mind to go talk to someone, but I don't want to speak to someone that's um, just going to sit there with open-ended questions and let me talk about fucking bullshit. I want someone that's actually <laughs> going to challenge me. So uh, I I asked for someone like that and they referred me to that. Like, listen, this guy's a little bit more advanced in his approach. Um, and um, I thought I was going to get this like tough biker fucking hell's angel type of character. <laughs> it's like, it's just a, a, it's a your classic uh, <laughs> nerdish, uh, geekish type of guy, but he does like uh, his open-minded uh, type of thinking. Jordan Peterson is a good example. Like Jordan Peterson is okay. very rebellious with his uh, uh, ideas, yeah. but he does come across as your stereotypical 
geekish type of guy. Okay. But that's uh, going on to the, the first part. The way mine came about is sleepless nights, uh, extreme bouts of anger. Your classic, just like a, a bit of a breakdown. And um, yeah. that's how... I started realizing and I just, I couldn't sleep and uh, it obviously just affected uh, my wife a lot yeah. and everyone around me and just like, I don't know what your take. Uh, so uh, that's me personally, but I think if we yeah. not personalize this a little bit, because again, like, fuck, it's, it's a bit hard. Like when you personalize these things, because everyone's personal experiences were different. My brother died. I went nearly bankrupt. My fucking other brother got stabbed in a gang initiation. My mm. father got leukemia. I yeah. broke my ah. spine. I got something like concussions. <laughs> like uh, somebody stole all my savings, and life just really escalated. I got like retrenched from my job, and it's like everything happened in the space of six to nine months. And it's Ooh. so very. So my personal experience is slightly different from maybe somebody yeah. else's. Somebody else will go through that, and they'll find somebody else might crack a little bit earlier. And, I, and, and, and that's almost like traumatic events, which I think is one reason to see a therapist. It's just specifically for trauma. But I think there are other areas where that is valid reasons to maybe go talk to someone. So maybe you can come in the year and say, what do you think are valid uh, points to go discuss with a therapist? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask your question in a, in a, in a, in a roundabout way. It, I think it's very important for, for, for people to know that that the term therapist is 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 an umbrella term, um, and I was sitting here thinking. So what what counts as therapist? The way I think of it is something like counselors, occupational therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists. The, those will be the the, the the four the four big um, categories. A lot of people don't know the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist. And for the people who are interested and don't know, a psychiatrist is somebody who starts studying medicine. So they end up with a general medical qualification and then they specialize in psychiatry, which is the, 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 the study of the brain and the brain chemicals. A psychologist is somebody who studies a um, degree in psychology. And once they've done an honors or a four-year psychology degree, they do a master's in psychology and then they become a psychologist. So there are two very different fields. The one specialized on the on the medical side, and the other one specializes on 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 purely the the the, the brain behavioral side of things. And then you get the counselor, who um, I would say is is at 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 a, a one lower level than the psychologist. They invariably either either study psychology up to a uh, fourth uh, four year psychology degree level, or they specialize in a in a in a, in a um, counseling qualification and then you get your occupational therapist which is a complete um separate field of study so before you decide when you realize you need therapy how do you, how do we know we need therapy um i think it is a question of there's a problem and you know that that there is a problem and you've 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 tried some things to deal with it and either the problem isn't going away or you're not feeling better. Once you've done a few things to, 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 to make a difference and there is no difference, then you need help. And then ask for that help because if you ask for the help, the help is going to be there. And then the, 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 the choice is what type of therapist are you going to see? Um, my advice would, would be if it's 
if it's a, a situational problem, something like I'm going through a divorce or um, I'm, I'm, I'm going bankrupt, um, my marriage is, is, is going through a difficult phase, I'm under extreme stress at work, um, I've got an addiction problem, those type of things, then, then start with, with a, with a counsellor. Because the, the counsellor is, is, is qualified and taught to deal with day-to-day problems. And invariably, we, we, we don't see a client for a very long time. We, we try to get them um, to, to deal with a problem in, in, in something like about six sessions. If I don't make a, a difference to a client in six sessions, then my responsibility is to, to refer that client on. So if you've got, um, 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 if you suffer from depression because you are losing your job, and I can't get you to, 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 to change your thought patterns and the way you feel after six sessions, then I will probably refer you on to either a psychologist or a psychiatrist, depending on the information that, that comes out. If, I'm, if I think the problem is actually a chemical depression, then we will go to the psychiatrist so that the psychiatrist can, can prescribe antidepressants. If I believe it's a deeper-seated belief system problem, then I will probably go to the, to the psychologist. So basically, how do I know I need a therapist? If I've tried to solve the problem in various ways and I don't feel better, there's no reason to... to, to keep I love up. that. Cool. Yeah, well done. Uh, um, I, have, I have stories to, to, <laughs> to help uh, articulate my thought process, but you have this very nice way of just having a few like shorter sentences and it's quite... Not quite. It's very clear, and I think that's uh, I think that's fantastic. And I think also well done for you. I'm sure there's a bunch of fucking dickhead uh, uh, psychologists and psychiatrists and uh, counselors out there, and I've and I know some and uh, I've seen some. But um, this whole thing of if I haven't made an impact uh, within six sessions, roughly plus minus. Yeah. You know, maybe it is time to go see somebody else. And I think that that aspect translates into various facets of your life. Like, listen, if you're dating a girl and after six dates, you still don't feel uh, like you're falling in love, then it's maybe time to move on. Or it's like if you're at a new job and maybe six months, you know, six months in, it's maybe yeah. time to bail. Like, uh, I think there's a lot, uh, even with um, new sports activities that I regularly take on, it's like if I do it six sessions, and after six sessions, I'm like, Jesus, I don't like being punched in the face at the, the boxing gym. It's, it's probably time for me to, to go to a new one. Some people are sick like me. They'll be like, fuck, I love it. I want to train harder and not get punched and fuck up the other guy. I love that example. Yeah. Or, or, or if you do mountain biking after, and after your sixth concussion, you decided, I, maybe maybe this, this isn't really working for me. Nee, Marvin. <laughs> after my sixth concussion, dude, <laughs> this is a topic for another day, but after my 20th <laughs> concussion, people were like, but isn't it like dumb that you're doing this? Or isn't it dangerous? And isn't it an addiction? I was like, no, it's a, it's a, it shows my <laughs> strength of character to continue doing it and my determination to watch more videos and train harder to avoid that. And then every fucking month, it's just like, I have another crash on a broken boat. Anyway, we're going off track there. <laughs> 
I was doing this talk at a rehabilitation center to help them out a little bit and stuff. And I said to them, one of my big parts, and it was another friend of mine, we're both into extreme sports. And we finished the talk of about how to get off drugs and all of these type of things. And they were both like, aren't you guys crazy with the fucking sport that you're doing? And isn't it like irresponsible? And that became like the main talking point from our hour. Like, how do you get off drugs and change your life and be clean? I was like, Jesus. And then probably, I think six months later, I did downhill mountain biking and I haven't done it for more than three years now. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and that's quite interesting in, in terms of what we're doing now. And that's the kind of the, the insanity of, of when we keep on doing the same thing, expecting a different result. So if, if, you, if, you, if you're stuck in a rut and, 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 and you have a problem and, 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 you, and you can't seem to get another way of looking at the problem to have a different solution, that's the time to, 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 to get the professional in. And just get that, get that nudge. And also the, the way that this whole downhill mountain biking relates to me not getting therapy is that um, I was going through a hard time and I was very stubborn in, you know, I'm going to the meetings and I'm doing a 12-step program and I've got a sponsor and I'm doing the fucking steps. You know, I'm not supposed to be depressed. I can't be depressed because I'm doing everything right. I'm ticking all the boxes. And I was very naive and stubborn. Uh, with my outlook i'm like i'm 15 years or 14 years clean and uh, uh, and sober from drugs and alcohol and i just need to work harder i just need to work harder yeah. and that attitude pushed me i think deeper into a hole and it obviously it's just like you can't deal with a problem if you don't want to admit that it possibly might be there and my coping mechanism was doing anything from 20 to 40 hours of exercise a week and i was just like <laughs> it's a it's a healthy outlet you know, and um, and uh, and for me, the whole downhill mountain biking was it was so dangerous. And it's not like I'm a Red Bull uh, sponsored athlete. I, my downhill mountain biking is way more dangerous. I do the most trivial shit, but, but because I'm not trained for it and I started it at the <laughs> latter age. It's more dangerous because you're not fucking trained. You haven't done it for a long time. And and yeah. that becomes like a. It takes my attention completely away from my life. So there is a fine balance between doing it in a healthy way and in an extremely unhealthy way. Probably at concussion five, uh, I probably should have, re and, you know, <laughs> hospital visit seven, I should have realized that yeah. this might not be working. <laughs> I, I, I think as well. Some, somebody should have sat down and said, Marva, where's the insanity? But it's interesting what you're saying, Marva, is that I also did not get help for my depression early in my recovery because I believed that I'm in a 12-step program, I'm clean and sober, and, and I, I, I should not be depressed. So I, I, I denied my, my depression. I was in complete denial because of, because of the 12-step program that I was working until friends had an intervention and said to me, Freddie, this is, something's not working. And, and, and the interesting thing is it's actually a friend of mine that, that's not in recovery. And you went to a friend of mine who was in recovery and said, okay, so I got to know Freddie coming into recovery and I got to know everybody who was kind of in the same phase of recovery with him. And everybody else seems to be okay, but Freddie's not. What's wrong with him? And then the other friends started looking at my behavior and realized, fuck, there's something seriously shit wrong with this guy. And they, they actually had an intervention and said to me, you need help. You are not okay. And that's how I ended up in therapy. So I think that's uh, that that uh, that triggers something in me that um, and that will be my last uh, point on 
how do I know I should get therapy? And then we can maybe go on to how do you choose it? But a good point for me, and it's come up in a few of our podcasts, is ask somebody whose opinion you trust and care about. You know, I think um, if you wonder, should normally if you wonder if you should do something, it normally means, (laughs) yes, you should do something. Absolutely. and then if you're if you're unsure, ask I say normally ask an uneven number of, of people what do they think. So three, five, seven, because then it's at least two people will say yes and one will say no, and then you can get a majority decision. So I normally say to people, ask three people who do you whose opinion you care about, ask them, do you think I should see a therapist? And um, yeah. even what that would do is one, they would maybe say yes. And that would actually maybe allow the door for somebody in your life to actually have a real conversation where they might say, what do you want to see them about? And then you actually have your first person that you can just talk to. And that's almost like breaking down the walls regarding opening up. Absolutely. Also, another thing, Marva, which is really important is people think that they need to hit rock bottom before they see somebody. You don't have to. You, you you don't have to be virtually crawling on the ground in in, in pain and desperation before you, you say help. When you start feeling un, un, uncomfortable, um, I like the word dis-ease. When, when you're in dis-ease, then, then, then start start looking for help. Um, my personal opinion is that each and every single individual on this earth should be talking to somebody on a regular basis, at least on a monthly basis. Have a have somebody that that, that, that you talk to, that you unpack unpack to. Very important. Even if that is uh, a dodgy uh, gutter slut whore uh, prostitute uh, at one o'clock in the morning every Saturday. <laughs> no, professional. Stick to. Well, I know Jesus, that lady's that a professional, but <laughs> <laughs> this lady is also a professional. But um, to choose the right professional. <laughs> yeah. Let me just apologize. That sounded okay in my head, but once I said it, I'm like, that sounds bad. <laughs> no, let's just move what on. My apologies. Out. How do you choose a, <laughs> how do you choose a, a therapist? How do you go about finding that? Because I think that's a, it's the same as how do you find a good car? It's a, how do you find a nice gym? You know, how do you find a nice girlfriend or boyfriend? It's a, a lot of people, they're like, how the fuck do you actually do this? How do you go actually yeah. about finding a, a therapist? How do you choose it? You know what? There are many, many ways. So there's a difference between finding somebody and and choosing the correct one. If if if, if I may expand on, on on those a little bit, finding finding a therapist is really easy. Um, there's a lot of, of of places you can go these days online. All of us belong to to various different professional bodies, to various different websites. Um, all you need to do is is type into into your your search engine, um, find a therapist, and various websites will pop up. Invariably, you can go find a therapist, Cape Town, or find a therapist, Johannesburg. Um, a very good place to start though is to go to the professional body. If you know that 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 that, that you you would like to see a psychiatrist or psychologist, then the the right website to go to is the um, Health Professional Council of South Africa. They will have a list of all the registered people with the correct qualifications in your area. And you can then um, um, search for one of those. For counselors, um, we belong to what we call the Association for Supportive Counselors and Holistic Practitioners. 
um, A S C H P. Exactly the same thing. So we are we are registered with these people because we have the right qualifications to to do what 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 they say we can do. My personal experience and opinion is, if you know of somebody who is in therapy already, ask them. Ask them. Ask them how they found their therapist and ask them how they get along with their therapist. So, and that's important. So once you've found a therapist, um, nothing says that that therapist is going to, to work for you or gel with you. And I think the most important thing when you choose a therapist, Maribel, is to, there needs to be a personal connection between you and the therapist. You need to actually somehow connect with this person. The, the person needs to see you. The person needs to hear you. The, piece, the person needs to acknowledge you. You need to feel held. You need to feel safe in that space. If you don't feel seen, heard, held, and safe in that space, then that person is not the right person for you. And that's really, really important. So um, don't keep on speaking. And that's the other thing is, um, therapy is expensive, um, especially if you if if you if you're not on a medical aid, and some therapists are not are not um, 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 registered for medical aids. So don't don't waste money on, on somebody that 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 you feel isn't that you're not dealing with, and it's perfectly okay to see to, to say to your current therapist, um, I really appreciate what you're doing for you, but I'm I'm not feeling it. I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not feeling this. Can you refer me to somebody else? And then tell your therapist what you believe the, 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 the breaking connection between you and him is. We are all, I'm going to say, supposed to be professional. And I'm supposed to, to not take a statement like that personally. Because I cannot gel with each and every person in the world out there. There are some people that I'm going to, to connect with and some people not. And I would much rather the person I don't connect with go and get a counselor that they connect with who can help them than to keep on coming back back to me and waste the money. Um, and ask your, your, your counselor then kind of, who else do you have? Do you have somebody that, 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 that has a far more um, softer approach or do you have somebody who's actually a hard-ass bastard? And quickly in my head, I can think of, of, of people that I can refer to on both those categories. Um, so get get your current person to help you find the find the appropriate person. It's not it's it's not a bad thing to 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 say that this isn't working and move on. So the the I like what you say, and I think um, a, a, a topic that we can do on another podcast one day is what is depression? Do I have it? Because I do have different takes on that. Because just very quickly on. I was diagnosed with depression and um, years later what we found out is that I have a, a broken back and neck and uh, brain damage and the symptoms for those are exactly the same as depression and uh, oh. my depression pulls um, caused me to gain weight of about 10 to 15 kilograms which also then puts a lot more uh, pressure on my spine and things. However, the placebo effect of just signing up for my life is uh, going down the drain. I don't know what's going on. And just signing up for therapy and even just going on the depression pills and all of that type of stuff, it did serve its purpose and it did help. And this is the weird thing with therapy is that a lot of times the actual therapy might not work, in my opinion. 
and I sometimes see it in other people, but the fact that you do it makes you feel better and it works and it uh, contributes to your life. The the actual Absolutely. just getting off your ass and doing something. Yeah. So even just attending the gym session and even if you had a shitty hour session, the fact that you were there just means that something happened within your body that's moving forward. Totally so. How often have you felt as sick as a dog Called the doctor, made the appointment, and as soon as you've made the appointment, you feel better already. <laughs> Up to the point where you think, should I'm I actually go to the doctor? to make appointments with doctors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm a sissy. That's what I do. So invariably, I think to myself, mm, I'm actually feeling better. I don't think I have to go. Just the fact that I've taken the action already puts the mind in, okay, we're getting help. I'm feeling better. And the same might happen to, 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 to therapy. I always giggle when, when clients after a session say, you know what, I drove here and I didn't know what on earth we're going to talk about today and I can't believe 50 minutes is over. That brings it to another point, Marvin. And it, something really important about therapy is we need, to, we need to remember is that your therapist is not a mind reader. Your therapist can only work with what you give him or her to work with. Yes, we, we, we are trained to read body language and, and those type of things, but Still, the, the information must come to me for me to interpret your, your, your body language in terms of that information. If, you, if, if you're going to lie to your therapist, rather stay at home because you, you're not doing yourself any it's favor like, and you're wasting, you're wasting any money. Exactly. It's almost like um, I, I, if you see the movies where uh, – um, <laughs> You watch CSI or Law and Order or something, and then the guy has to go, or the girl has to go to uh, court, and uh, they get a lawyer, and then the lawyer gets surprised down the road with like, but you didn't tell me about that, you didn't tell me about that, and then the the person's angry that he has to go to jail, um, and the lawyer's exactly. like, well, if you don't fucking tell me everything, I can't really help you, and it's a little bit the same. Just lay wow. everything on the table because you don't know. Um, how they are related and it's normally um, with therapy it's a combination like people will sometimes ask me why are you feeling bad well I'm like you know 10% my back problem today 5% my brain damage uh, 5% because uh, I'm a self-pity motherfucker 10% COVID-19 <laughs> and it's normally a combination of uh, a few things that uh, is uh, getting to it and the yeah. nice thing is when you just lay everything out, if you have a good therapist, they can connect the dots for you. And they'll be like, but yeah. have you considered this, 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 this? And just put everything Absolutely. out there. Those people are trained yes. in helping you to connect and understand what is actually going on. You, you use such a nice term there, and that is connect the dots. I'm, I truly see my job as a dot connector. <laughs> See the similarities between that's a trait, that's a trait, that's a trait. Um, oh my God, that leads to that, leads to that, leads to that. And I often say to my clients, kind of, oh wait, just just give me a second, um, because I'm actually I'm, I'm starting to see the pattern forming. <laughs> I work very much with with pictures in my brain and and with with gut feels. Um, and also, don't don't take yourself that seriously with your therapist. Um, I absolutely love my psychiatrist because we have fun together. We 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 virtually scream over over each other to get a chance to talk, um, and we're talking about serious stuff. But it doesn't have to. It, it doesn't have to. 
to, to, to sound like, like death while we talk about things. Um, I, one of my coping mechanisms is, is laughter. So very often mm. I laugh. It's like when Marva said earlier today that he's not doing well, what was my reaction? I burst out, I burst out laughing. Um, it's really okay to laugh at yourself and with your therapist. Um, it, it, it makes the whole situation far less intense and, and, and far less invasive, if I can call it that way. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm exactly the same. I'm just, I'm, I'm writing notes here for this, this, this topic is just uh, generating so many other uh, podcasts I want to do with you. But um, for me, with my therapist, is um, what works for me isn't so much the fact that he comes up with suggestions and solutions and stuff. It's one of my biggest challenges in my life is that I don't, I don't feel like anyone gets me. I don't feel like anyone really understands me. I feel like uh, my way of thinking is so contradictory to to a lot of people and a lot of times uh, to my wife as well, where I'm like, Jesus, why am I always so fucking like this, you know? And why am I always different? And what the cool thing with my therapist, it's the one person that 100% gets me and there's no judgment. And also, <sighs> again... A prostitution or not, it, it feels like I'm getting someone to approve my thinking and give me affirmation. However, he does let me know when he doesn't like the way that I think. And he's like, listen, I don't think that's too healthy. I think you can maybe do this. Maybe next time do that. But a lot of times I've had it where I go to the session and I think I'm going to tell him all my problems in my life. And he's going to be like, well, maybe you should do that different. Maybe you should do that different. And regularly after 30 minutes, he's like, listen, uh, I want you to say well done for your thinking. Uh, I think you've been very unlucky this last week. You've done everything right. Unfortunately, the universe hasn't rewarded you for all your hard work, but uh, yeah. you haven't done anything wrong. You've you've actually taken the hard path. And the fact that someone just fucking gets me and, they, yes. and this guy really gets me, uh, that makes me feel better. After two and a half years, I feel terrible having to pay someone to get me. It's like, Jesus, I just want sometimes some of my <laughs> friends to like get me. And uh, yeah. But it just doesn't work like that. You know, I think it's also having a realistic expectation of life. And there's also different phases yeah. where I know my sponsor went out of the country for three months. And when he get, got back, we had a catch up and I'm like, Jesus, you just get me, you know, and I just yeah. had a three months period Amazing. where someone wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. And Marvi, you used another word that's really important in therapy is judgment. Um, mm. If you feel judged in your therapy session, then find another therapist. There is. We, it's the one. It's the one place in the world where you should really feel safe, really feel not judged. Um, but, and a lot of times the, we, we will ask dif difficult questions that might sound like judgment, but we need to get to, 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 to what's really going on. But if you feel judged, then move on. Uh, financially, this is a topic that came up um, uh, I just want to say to to people listening that they in South Africa there's something called PMB, which is personal minimum benefits. And for a long time, I didn't seek uh, medical help for my mind because I thought I couldn't afford it because um, you know psychologists, psychiatrists are very expensive, and yes, they are very expensive. But if you have a hospital plan then my hospital plan covers something like 15 sessions a year with 
either a psychologist or psychiatrist or a combination of both of them. And uh, that total is about to 15, 20,000 rand. And um, yeah. also medication, uh, I'm not saying that they there's a validity for them. I think there are in certain cases. Some of the medication is not as expensive as I thought I would be. I thought I would get onto medication. It would be like 1,000 to 2,000 rand where it was something like 200 to 300 rand for a certain type of medication. So even if that is the route, uh, and I didn't seek therapy because I thought they're going to be like, dude, you need to be on this. And then it's just like, well, I can't afford it. It wasn't as expensive as I thought it was. And I think uh, with you, yeah. what you said, the the, the counselors are, um, uh, are cheaper. Yeah. Plus what I found out uh, in the process uh, is that some counselors, if you buy bulk sessions, it's a bit, it sounds terrible, sounds a bit like the meat market. But if you do buy bulk sessions in cash, and sometimes there is ways to to look at things. Yeah, I, I I do I do programs for for clients. Um, for instance, if there's addiction problems, then I do a 24 day program, and that means the the sessions come out at less than half that it would normally cost. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, there was something that I wanted to to. Oh yes, something I find really interesting, matter is when when somebody says to me. Yes, I am depressed, but I don't want to go to a psychiatrist because I don't want to go into chemical chemicals. Mm. Yet the person smokes, <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or, or eats or eats shit. Yeah. No, no. Have have a look at your at at, at your lifestyle, um, and then make a decision. Also. Your psychiatrist won't necessarily put you on, on, on what you think they're going to, or you might not need what you think you need. Allow the professionals to make the decision for you. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that we're willing to go see an accountant and they are able to comment and advise on all of our financial aspects. But then you go see a, a mental therapist, yeah. one of the people that you mentioned and then it's a bit like you want to tell that person <laughs> exactly <laughs> you want to tell yeah. that person how to do their job it's like <laughs> are you going to go to the bank and tell the bank manager how the fuck you want to do this yes there are some cases <laughs> where you can do it and you have an input and stuff but generally you're going to yeah. be like cool please advise me on what you think the the path forward should be exactly exactly and we we, we call it trust the process if you're going to engage with the process, you might as well trust the process. Mm, 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 mm. Very important. So I think we have uh, we have five minutes uh, until your uh, next session is starting. Yes. What would be your concluding uh, comments on this topic? I think it's imperative that we all know that there is no stigma or there is nothing wrong with getting professional help if you have a problem. If you if you break your leg, you're not going to lie on, at the side of the road with a broken leg and say, I don't want to see a doctor. So why, if your soul is broken, do you refuse to get help for your broken soul? It's just another form of medical treatment. It's a, it's a, it's a mental health issue. It's a health issue. Our mental health are so important to our general well-being. 
don't don't discount your mental health. It's it's so important that that we look after after ourselves. If you're going to spend six hours a week in a gym working on your body, why won't you spend one hour a week in a therapy session to working on your soul, on your soul and your brain? It 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 it, it just makes logical sense that that we are as human beings. We are physical entities, we are spiritual entities, and we are emotional entities. We need to work on all three to be well-balanced people. And that's my job as a counselor is, is, is I look at balance. Where is your life out of balance? Let's get that balance right. Because if you're, if you're going to be unbalanced, take a three-legged table where one leg is shorter than the other two. That table is going to be wonky. If you're not balanced, your life is going to be wonky and you're going to feel wonky. So he helps get somebody to help you to get that balance right. Exactly. That's my... And also seeing a therapist, they, they will give you suggestions and ideas and concepts, and a lot of it will be contradictory to the way you've maybe approached your life this last 20 to 45 <laughs> or maybe 60 years. But um, a lot of the changes that you implement, you do have a choice, one, if you want to do it. And normally, a lot of changes will be done incrementally and with guidance. And it won't be as difficult as you think because there is someone there to support you. And um, and also, if you want to say to the therapist, uh, listen, I disagree with you. You are full right to do that. And even if you want to get to the point where you say, you know what, I agree with you, my therapist, but I'm not willing to change it, then fair enough. At least uh, that is a better point than sitting with... I don't know what's happening in my mind, body, and soul, and I don't know how to deal with it. At least you got to a conclusion where you realized the lesser of two evils is living with it, where before you yeah. didn't even think about it. And a good therapist will will go into a brainstorming session for you. You see, okay, so you're not willing to do to do my ex suggestion. Um, what are what are you willing to do? So let's brainstorm a way for you to at least make some form of change. The bottom line is that for as, for as long as things stay the same, they stay the same. If, if we want mm -hmm. to change in our lives to happen, we need to change something. So help mm -hmm. get the professional to help you to, to, to make at least a small change. Because a small change over a period of time can make a huge difference. I always use the example of if a ship leaves Cape Town for Rio de Janeiro, and he puts his, um, 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 what do you call it? Uh, the things that shows the direction, um, compass. If he puts his compass one degree incorrectly, how bloody far from Rio is he going to end? Bloody far. Exactly. Yet this was one small degree that, 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 that what was the difference at the beginning. So look at it that way. One small thing today can make a huge difference over a long period of time. So get somebody to help you with that small change. That's it. Bling, bling, motherfuckers. This was good, Marva. I think we, we, we did a very good mental health talk here today. So everybody have a wonderful rest of your day or night or whenever you're listening to this. And we'll catch up again with you. Thanks, Okay, Marva, and I'll catch up with you as well. Okay, look after yourself, eh? See ya. All right. Bye.